It's not a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the LineStar App. It is me. It is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're recapping the championship games. A little hot take on the Super Bowl, and uh, this is going to be our last week of shows, so get in while the getting's good. Make sure you are subscribing to the pre-snap so you know when we come back uh, around that August prep time where we're getting ready for the NFL season to heat back up. But in the meantime, don't forget about the On Deck show as well. That's me and Casey Bubba talking baseball five days a week right here, courtesy of the Line Star app. The greatest DFS tool site in the history of the universe. Bogman, you know I'm happy. Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is not. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills are not. This is this worked out great. I, I'm just so excited. You know behind me, I've got the two Funko Pops. I got the Tom Brady Funko Pop, and I got the Patrick Mahomes Funko Pop. They get side-by-side side together for the entire season, and now look at this. They are together once again in the Super Bowl, and Aaron Rodgers has his frowny face. Well, I think you need a new team for that uh, that Tom Brady Funko Pop there. But oh, uh, do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you definitely. I mean, if we're talking about the Super Bowl this year, you do. But uh, I, were you not like? I know we both picked the Chiefs, but were you not rooting for the Bills? I mean, you actually picked I, the Bills against the spread. I, I did, I, and that was totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I felt. Um, there's a little thing where I was kind of in my heart excited. Like I wanted Buffalo to have something nice for a change, you know? And I was a little worried right. because this, the version of the chiefs that we saw in this game, I and mean, maybe we'll start with this one first. Um, who am I kidding? No, we're not. We're going to start with Aaron Rodgers, miserable, <laughs> uh, but, but to touch on this one real quick, you haven't seen this version of the chiefs. I don't know since last year, because this was the most complete chiefs game all season long, in my opinion. We uh, honestly, it was the best they looked since they played the Bills the first time. Yeah, but even that game, like they, I mean, it was a prolific passing game. That was all about Clyde Oder-Zelaya running amok. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. Like this, this team really <laughs> put it all together. The defense played well. The secondary played well for the first time, I feel like, almost all year. And, and you know, look, I, you know me, I, I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes dork. I'm a huge fan of him. I'm the quarterback guy, the black book. I love watching quarterback play that I've never seen before. And I had never seen anybody like Patrick Mahomes play that position. And it's, it's fun to watch him when he's healthy. I was skeptical of the health. I was skeptical of the defense. Both of those things were not the case. They were both great. And now you have a blowout basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was an easy game to watch because it was over fairly quick. I mean, you know, it was one of those where, okay, well, I guess we know it's going to be the chiefs and it's going to be the bucks and that's going to be that. I mean, you never want to count a team out, especially the Bills. You know, I mean, I grew up in Houston, so I saw uh, the Bills come back on the Oilers in the, you know, one of the biggest comebacks in playoff history. So, um, you know, I we've all seen it before. We've all seen gigantic comebacks, the Pats come back on the Falcons, all that stuff. So, um, you know, you never want to count a team out. But the way that Hill and Kelsey were absolutely dominating that game, they just the Bills had no answer. They could not stop them at all. 
No, they could not. Uh, but you know what? We'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about the Packers. My good pal, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, heard a lot about Aaron Rodgers MVP all season. And here we go again. You know, it's funny to me. So the MVP doesn't get a say on fourth down. Am I supposed to believe that? Am I supposed to buy into that? You think if Tom Brady wants to go for something, that Tom Brady's standing to his coach? No, we're going for this. It's very convenient, I feel like, for Aaron Rodgers to back and go, well, it wasn't my call. Well, maybe it should have been your call. You're the MVP. You're supposed to be one of the greats that ever played the position, and he is. He's great. I'll tell you, everybody, he's great. He's terrific, blah, blah, blah. He's not even the best Packer quarterback to ever play the position, but that's a story for another podcast. What I don't understand, Boggs, they gave them opportunity after opportunity in that game. We're talking about three turnovers for Brady, three picks and seven throws. They basically said, here, come back into this game. And then you're all the way down. There were two minutes left. I don't understand how you're kicking a field goal there. The worst case scenario is you don't get that touchdown. You pin Brady and his back to the goal line. You play defense, you play for field position, and you try again. I don't get the field goal. It makes no sense to me. You have them on the ropes. Go take your shot. This is what greats do. They get down there and they take their moment. You don't give Tom Brady the ball back with two minutes and say, Tom Brady, go get a first down and then the game is over. That was ludicrous to me. And on top of which, too much of forcing the ball to Devontae Adams in that game. And why didn't he run in on the third uh, and goal situation? Yeah, yeah, had, that one. I mean, I'm screaming. Bad. I'm literally screaming, run, run. And, and he's just again, just hyper-focused on trying to get the ball somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, this was a this was a fun game to watch. This was a really, really good game. game it was back watch. and forth. I mean, it looked like the Bucks were pulling away. Then the Packers get the, uh, the turnovers and, and uh, put some points up, and you go, all right, they're right back in this game. You know, uh, we're going we're gonna to see something here at the end. And it, it was the... I think not going for the the fourth down conversion there was as bad as the Steelers punting in, in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? I, I I don't they only do the surrender index on the punts and stuff like that. I think I don't know if they do it on uh, you know taking a field goal and all that stuff or the cowardly rating or however it goes. But it was a terrible decision by Lafleur. And yeah. I you know sure. Uh, Brady or Brady Rogers should have had a say in there and he probably should have been more vocal. He probably should have been freaking out on the sideline. I don't know if that helps your legacy as a Packer to, uh, you know, freak out. That's something that Philip rivers would have done. You know, we definitely would have seen it from him, but you know, Rogers has always kind of been that calm, cool, collected type of guy. So when coach says, now nah, we're going to kick it here, we'll see if the defense can uh, bail us out because they bailed us out the last couple drives. Uh, I, I guess you have to be okay with that decision if you're Rogers, but it was such a bad decision and everybody knew it in time. And now it's going to be something that Matt LaFleur has to look back on the rest of his career and go, man, you know, I really should have gone for that. Just like Pete Carroll. I should have, you know, handed the ball to Lynch. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be one of those forever calls that uh, you just don't get to go back and redo and, you hope you get another opportunity at it sometime in the future if you're a Packers fan. Yeah, it's look, MVS had some big moments in that game. Adams eventually, you know, got back in the groove, but you could tell in that early series where they went to Adams three times in a row and they couldn't make it work that that it was going to be a problem. And it's funny to me because the Packers looked like 
unbeatable in the last few weeks. They looked like yeah. nobody was doing better than them. Well, we both they picked were, them. Yeah, we both picked them. They were they were clicking on all cylinders. They had confidence. They had swagger. They looked like they were not tight at all. And then Brady marches down that field in the first drive. They put points on the board. And it was like all of a sudden the Packers got punched in the mouth and they couldn't recover. And it was shocking to me. I mean, and I got to tell you, I was also dead wrong about, you know, that that last drive at the half with Brady, because with Brady, I, I was thinking, look, you, you know, you got a couple seconds left. Get down there, get three, get the field goal. Why you keep taking these shots deep? I mean, it's so dumb. This is, you know, as you always say, Bruce Arians 101, right? We're just going to keep throwing the ball downfield and all this stuff. Yeah. Right. But I, I was like, don't, what are you doing? Stop doing that. And then, of course, the reaction by Troy Aikman said it all, where Troy Aikman couldn't believe it either. He's like, what? <laughs> I had to rewind it and play it again because it was so funny to me that Troy Aikman reacted in that way. And it was because it was so odd. And you know what? It worked. It worked. And uh, I got to give him all the credit in the world. Now, on the flip side, I get it. Like, you want to take your shot? That's fine. But you were giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers to start the half. I thought you get the three and you get out of there. They got a seven instead. And then Boggs, it was like, then everything could have gone wrong. Instead of trying to run out clock, Brady keeps taking these shots downfield. And I'm going to myself, what in the hell are we doing here? <laughs> it just make no sense. Like, who is he? What is he? Dan Marino throwing the ball to, like in his prime. This is, I mean, Tom Brady's throwing lollipops and hitting rain clouds. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, am I the only person think this is a bad idea of how to win this football game? Yeah, it was, it was a very, uh, it was a very, very good game, but it was very uh, strangely coached. Uh, I, I would, I would say that for sure. You know, like you said, taking the deep shots when you don't need to. And Brady just looked, Brady actually looked rattled in the first quarter. He was, he had amazing touch on anything past five yards, but anything that was, you know, in an intermediate range, a, a dump off pass, a little short screen, anything. He was throwing absolute lasers for no reason. I mean, and you know, it, you're you're a pass catcher in the NFL. You get your hands on the ball, you should catch it, no matter how hard or soft it's thrown. You you grab that ball, right? That's what you're paid to do. So I'm not going to sit here and say Brady, it's Brady's fault that Fournette dropped those couple early, but he was throwing rockets instead of having any touch on the ball. It was like the only guy that got any touch on the ball was Mike Evans the whole game, you know, <laughs> and. The Scotty Miller play. I, I mean, this is football 101. You know, when they're going for it all right before the half, you you, you don't let anyone get behind you. That's what Umbrella yeah, Defense Yeah, Fred Williams is. showed up again. He was, uh, he was defensive yeah. coordinator of the Packers on Sunday. Yeah, that was just absolutely inexcusable to me. Like, that, that play and not going for it on that fourth down, those are the two things that, you know, uh, if you're going to roll tape, next year uh, during the playoffs and say, don't forget this. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. That's going to be the two that, that really sting are, are those two plays right there. The Scotty Miller play and not going for on fourth crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I unbelievable, but look, Tom Brady's going back to another Super Bowl. I mean, it is stunning. Like this is, this is a stunning development. I'm sorry. Like anybody who thought that this was a foregone conclusion is nuts. They haven't been watching all year. Uh, and they're still not a finished product. I thought Leonard Fournette was really good at this game again. That run he had was spectacular, Boggs. He's been great the whole playoffs. Uh, Godwin was great in, in big spots like he always is. I think that Tyler Johnson kid's going to be a thing next year because Brady looks for him in big spots, and that kid comes up with big catches and big moments. Um, Mike he Evans. Comes, uh, he always comes away with the hardest ones and then drops the easy ones. I know. Like, well, you know, he's a rookie. <laughs> come on, I'm going to give him a pass sometimes, but – 
there's no doubt that there's some talent there. Um, Fournette's going to play this into a role somewhere else next year. He's had a great playoff. I think he's going to have a starting gig somewhere else. Now, what do you do if you're the Packers? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers next year. Anybody who thinks he's not is just drunk. Of course he is. They're not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. They don't get rid of the MVP of the league just because they lost in the championship game again. <laughs> Did I mm-hmm. say again? <laughs> oh, I mean, all the memes, so man. Good. I mean, the memes have been absolute fire this week. They've been crazy good. You know, the the ones that say uh, Tom Brady in the, a- in the NFC championship, you know, one of one. And then Rodgers also has won an NFC championship in the last 20 years. So does Drew Brees. And then the Cowboys have none, you know, like that, like those, they are mean and trust me every time i see a Steelers one it always hurts my feelings but uh you know when, when they're at the expense of other teams they they just get funnier and funnier and funnier so um you know all, all of those about brady and, and you know the the adult goat and the baby goat and all that stuff kid. they're all the goat they're and the all kid because the kid is a big well whatever all that stuff is great i like the yoda ones are funny look at the end of the day the packers you know they still the, – the the thing that they took crap for, which is moving up in the draft and taking a quarterback instead of a wide receiver in which could have been the greatest wide receiver class in the history of the NFL, it came back to bite them in the ass in the end, didn't it? I mean, because Equimania St. Brown is dropping balls and Lazard wasn't able to get open in key spots and Devontae Adams was like the one guy there and Aaron Jones unfortunately got hurt in that game. But, look, I, I want to give credit to the Tampa defense. They are for real. Devin White is a great player. He is always wherever the ball is is it seems like every time he has become quite a ball hawk but on top of that Boggs, it's like same old packers like this was the problem and it came around to bite them and it's just it's just funny to me because everybody wants to tell me about i would rather have drew Brees than aaron Rodgers. i would rather have john elway than aaron Rodgers. certainly peyton manning or tom brady and aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback aaron Rodgers is dan fouts okay dan oh, fouts oh, with oh, a super bowl that's what he is there, I uh, said it. Let me I tell mean, you, yeah, he, he Aaron Rodgers would ball. never have been able to take the hits that Dan Fouts took. Dan Fouts was a beast. That guy was getting honed, man. That was before there were rules about hitting quarterbacks. And that guy was throwing for thousands and thousands of yards every year. Aaron Rodgers is great. He's, he's, he's more mobile than some other quarterbacks, less mobile than some others. But you know what? At the end of the day, as a quarterback, you're judged on winning and how many Super Bowls you get to. And you know what? He's got one. That's it. Yeah. I want to hear any more Aaron Rodgers. No yeah, more. Him and Favre. And, and, and you know, I I, I feel like a couple. Yeah, I feel like I I feel like I like Favre better, but I Aaron Rodgers will go down as you know the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. Like that. That's that's the thing that he has. Uh, and 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 that's fine. But like you said, all quarterbacks are judged on Super Bowl rings, of which he still has one. There's still time for him, though. I mean, it's not if he he's not like going four. anywhere. Listen, if he had three appearances and won one, I'd be like, okay. You know, that guy, that guy, I mean, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Not everybody yeah. could be well, What if he had three appearances and had two? Would you say he's a first ballot uh, Hall of Famer he's no matter what? He's a first ballot Hall of Famer anyway. We, Would you say that about right Roethlisberger? Uh, Roethlisberger is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer anyway. Okay. All right. Just just checking it. But there's a great question. Okay, I got to get have... something, Joe. I got, you know, you, look, not, not playing in the season the, for me. You're playing in the Super Bowl. Right, I'm right now. I get two quarterbacks for you to pick from. Is it Ben Roethlisberger, or Aaron Rodgers? Who would you pick? Uh, right now, I would pick Rodgers. I'm talking in their prime. Oh, in, in their, their prime, prime. I pick Ben. 
I think there you go. See, that's that's what I'm talking. I'm in in the prime. I'll take Big Ben too. I'll take Big Ben too. There you go. There you have it, boys and girls. Shots. He can also convince the coach to to uh, you know uh, go for it on occasion. (laughs) Well, here's here's the difference too, and it was it was apparent to me in the two games because you had Aaron Rodgers on one side where the bad play happens and he looks at the guy and stares at him, throws his hands up, you know, doesn't talk to the guy for the rest of the game. The same Brown when he, when he dropped the two point conversion moans and whines and bitches and, and the guy's dead to him and he's, you know, whatever tough love nonsense in the chiefs game, Miko Hardman muffs the kick. They run it in for a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes puts the coat on the kid Starts talking to him and says, I'm going to get you back in this game. You hang in there, blah, blah, blah. That's a leader. That's why Patrick Mahomes wins games. That's why he's going to win multiple Super Bowls in his career. That's what you got to do as a quarterback. You lift everybody up. You're a leader. The C on your chest matters. And people always say, why do you hate Aaron Rodgers? I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. I just think he falls way short in that specific realm. And if you look at the Brady's of the world, if you look at the Peyton Manning's of the world, if you look at the Drew Brees's of the world and the Patrick Mahomes of the world, they're the kind of guys that find those mistake players. When the moment happens, they pick them up immediately. They don't let them drift off and die. And Aaron Rodgers gives them basically the cold shoulder. And you know what? They don't well, even Ben. I mean, he, even Ben, you know, I know, I know Ben's ben not, can do that too. And I think that's the greatest track record and all that stuff. But not wrong. you know, w- when you saw him after the Cleveland loss, he's sitting on the bench, uh, you know, wanting to talk to pounce and, and you know, he said, Hey, you're the reason I came back and all that stuff. It's teammates and, and all that stuff. You, you feel like Rogers doesn't have that. And, and um, you know, he just doesn't really have that with, with his teammates. Maybe he does. Uh, may, maybe he does behind the scenes, but well, you know it's what? not something it's, that I behind see the scenes too much. Good enough. You got to do it in the game. You got to do it when the yeah, guy's on the true. bench ejected when he dropped the touchdown, you got to do it when the guy fumbles a ball and you guys say, Hey, it's first quarter. Let's go. You know, don't, don't sit here and mope. We'll get it back. And you're the guy who's going to do it. And you saw, I literally saw with my own eyes in two games, the difference between the two attitudes and one team's going to the Super Bowl and one's not. And you know what? It's those little things that make a big difference. Now in this other yeah. game, holy crap, Travis Kelsey. Oh my good. Can we talk about good Travis Kelsey? Lord. Good yeah. Lord. I mean, I know the bills aren't good against tight ends, but good Lord, not just the receiving, but also the blocking too. He had some great blocks in this game. Um, it, it was, it was, you saw Patrick Mahomes pick them apart. You saw them use the speed and athleticism. He didn't throw a lot of balls downfield in this game. It was a lot of get Tyreek Hill in space and then let him fly. And I give credit to those linemen too, because they were out there in front of Tyreek Hill in that big run. Yeah, this, this, um, this was pure domination. And, and uh, this was the chiefs finally putting a, you know, they got down quick nine zip. And then yeah. it was three touchdowns in the second quarter and smooth sailing after that. It was just absolute ass kicking. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Like you said, as Miko Hardman had the early fumble that led to the the Knox quick touchdown. They missed the extra point, all that stuff. And then uh, here comes Hardman with, with a couple of, you know, he had the touchdown. He had the enormous uh, play later. Tyreek Hill was unstoppable. And this was the strength of the Bills defense is the secondary. And they beat them in the secondary all game. It it was uh, outside of like the first half of the first quarter. It was just pure dominance by the Chiefs after that. And um, not surprising to see them going. 
I'm uh, a little tired of, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes brother and, and uh, fiance in their TikTok dances. But other than that, uh, I'm pretty excited to see the Chiefs in the them. Super Bowl again. Luckily, I have not seen one of those. So now, of course, I'm going to run to the Internet to find it as soon as we're done <laughs> and check that out. Um, but had I seen this version of the Chiefs bogs? At any point in time in the last, well, this six is what weeks. we all expected. And every time right. we picked the Chiefs during the regular season and said they're definitely winning by double digits, we were waiting for this Chiefs team to, it never to happened. Uh, come up. It never and, materialized. And it yeah. was so frustrating. If I had seen this Chiefs performance at any given time in the last six weeks, you this this could have been the seven, and I would have bet the Chiefs. Like I'm yeah. just I'm flat out, I'm flat out honest with you, because I know when the Chiefs flip the switch this is what they look like and you know what they waited real long to flip the switch <laughs> but it like it's better late than never because yeah and, 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 look, and buffalo did right a good now. job this year and i'm not gonna like buffalo's big problem is they can't run the football and in games like this you have to be able to run the football you have to keep defenses honest and on top of that you have to be able to eat clock because if you can't patrick mahomes and great quarterbacks are going to run amok on you Josh Allen can't do everything. You know, he had 88 rush yards in this game, which is huge, but you're not going to do that. You know, Yeldon uh, looked okay, especially in the receiving game. He had four for 41. He had three carries for 15, but Singletary had six rushes for 17 yards. You know, that's just, that ain't going to cut it. Uh, Beasley played with a fractured fibula and had uh, seven catches for 88 yards. Uh, Diggs got a little bit covered up in this one, six for 77. The Chiefs secondary has been great. Um, you know, over the last month as well. So, um, yeah, this was just the the Bills are just not quite there yet. They're very, very good team. Well, they're not. If you had to drop a running back there, who would you drop? Because I don't think it's Zach Moss either. Like I wasn't like super. Why impressed. wouldn't it be Fournette? Uh, that Fournette, I think, makes a lot of sense. Aaron Jones would be nice too. Yeah, think, a draft pick too. There's plenty of guys coming out. So, and, and uh, you know, Josh Allen also needs to. When Josh Allen goes back and looks at the tape of that game. And when you go back and you look at the fourth quarter of Indianapolis, you know, the, the, the Josh Allen of 2018 and 19, where he would try too hard to make a play and end up instead of losing five yards he by taking a sack in this game too. Yeah. He was doing that in this game too. And I get it. Like, but Josh Allen has to stop doing that. He has to learn the art of, well, he didn't out, do it in many other games. games. You know, I know well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, we didn't see it again until the playoffs where he started right. to get itchy. And you can't put your team in third and 23s and third and 34s. You can't do that and win playoff yeah. games. He's lucky that it, they got out of that in Indianapolis against the Indianapolis Colts because they almost yeah. didn't. That got yeah, real nice. But you, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Him, I mean, pushing a, him pushing a defender with his one arm, dude, that, that crap's not going to get it done. Like, you can't do that in the NFL. That guy's going to drive you back 10 yards. You need to get rid of the football or you need to just take the five, take the eight-yard loss, take the sack, and just live to fight another day because the other yeah. stuff is going to bury your team. Yeah, third and 18 is different than third and 35. Oh, I my mean, God. Yeah. You know, at one point, he had a third and 23 or 24, and there was another one I think was a third and 30-something. I'm like, stop. Like, yeah. you're you're literally taking away all field position, and, and that's what the Patriots are so good at, playing field position in playoff games, and enough teams don't do this. And they made it an art form and, and Josh Allen was single-handedly just like giving it away. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, it, it was getting hard to watch. That's for sure. But uh, they're going to be around for a while. Buffalo it is, uh, they got a good coach and McDermott. They've got a quarterback with a long future ahead of him. They got their number one franchise wide receiver in Stefan Diggs. 
It's just about adding to that. And also, you know, the uh, the punching and stuff at the end of the, the clock. I mean, that stuff, you know, Dawkins doing that. And I think it was Feliciano uh, also on the line. Like they got to get they got to get coached out of that stuff. I, I, honestly, the refs just are booting people at the end. I was surprised they did. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, Tom Brady now has 33 playoff wins. He now has the record for most touchdowns. Uh, by a Tampa Bay quarterback in the playoffs. He also has the record for most road wins by a quarterback in the playoffs. Uh, the number is seven. He's actually tied with somebody. You want to take a guess who he's tied with for SCGs? Ben Roethlisberger. Nope. Wait a minute. This is road wins overall over a career? Not not Super Bowls included. Just... Okay, I was going to say, because this is the second time a wild card has made the Super Bowl going yeah. on the road all, no, all three times, is. right? Wasn't Pittsburgh the first one? They were, but okay. Joe Flacco, Joe oh, Flacco, Flacco. Who he's tied. I know. Right. And yeah. I remember a couple of them because they beat New England <laughs> in New England. Yeah. And I was, I was not a happy camper in those days. Uh, Actually, that, was, that team, that, that team, I think beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh too. So that, that might've right. been, uh, they might've gone to the Super Bowl and, and won it all on the road as well, just like Pittsburgh yeah. did. So, uh, so um, I mean, great. I think I probably, cause it's the Ravens tried to block it out of my mind. Oh, I never happened, but it did. Oh, I know I did. Um, but look, yeah. I, I, I didn't think there was, we talked about this last week. I didn't think there was a, a, a losing proposition with the Super Bowl. I thought they were all good combinations. I think yeah. this is the best one for the general viewing public because you've got these two guys who have faced off. They're two and two against each other. You had Brady beat him for the AFC championship game a couple of years ago and went on to win the Super Bowl. Then you had kind of Mahomes recently kind of take over. These two teams met earlier and the Chiefs in this game, this was the Tyree Kill 50-point game, correct? If I'm remembering yeah. properly. Yeah, this was yeah. The, the, like one of the one of the memes was uh, you know, uh Carlton Davis waking up in the middle of the night with hot sweats thinking about how he's gonna have to cover <laughs> Tyree Kill again, you know. Well, but that game got real tight in the second half. People forget. Yeah. That game got real interesting, and there was a moment they're like, Oh my goodness, what's gonna happen here? I think this is a very different Packer team. I mean, excuse me, a Buccaneer team than we're that we're seeing now, but I also think this is a very different Chiefs team. So right now, I know the Chiefs are favored by three. We'll talk about this on Friday show. Uh, we'll break it down the wagering. We'll do all the player props and go through the whole game. But you know, so Tyreek Hill. The, I don't know if you remember how many yards he had in that game. Uh, was this the? Was this like? Was it over two or no? Oh yeah, it was. It was over two. Um, I don't know, two hundred and fifty-six. 269 and three scores. Three scores. <laughs> God, what a day. Oh, my goodness. And we had him in lineups. I remember that week, too. Because yeah. we like, I remember winning money with Tyreek Hill. And that's why I remember that game. But um, it feels like the three is the good starting point. It feels like it's going to balloon as we get closer to Friday. Would you agree with that? Like, I think the Chiefs are going to be favored by more as the week goes on because more and more people are going to probably bet, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I, I – I think that logic usually trends towards one quarterback uh, in, in the Super Bowl. And you would think after these performances, Brady coming off three picks and uh, yeah, that's throwing mean. one, uh, you would think that. But uh, I mean, come on, you know, Brady is in his 10th Super Bowl. If, if there's anything that feels like destiny in this weird ass year, it feels like Brady is destined to get another one to me. I, I don't. I don't want it to happen. I, I especially don't want Antonio Brown to win a ring. So I'm going to be cheering for Lev Bell to get a ring with the Chiefs. Those scenarios. But 
Uh, by the way, did you see my? I think I sent it to you. There was there was another great meme. It said uh, it it was a guy crying, and it said Mike Tomlin uh, seeing A B and Lev Bell in the Super Bowl while while his crew is on TikTok. You know, um, <laughs> that 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 was a pretty funny meme too. But yeah, man, I, I it might open up a little bit and start trending towards the Chiefs. In fact, I thought I saw it go from three at the very beginning to three and a half already in the chief's favor. I just don't know if it's going to like, it can't get past four to me. Uh, I, I think the chiefs by four is as high as it should go. If it's anything more than that, I'm taking, I'm taking Brady. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I know there's a big general public that hates Brady and I, I get it that in his career, since he came into the league, he's played in almost half of the super bowls, which is yeah, so, someone had a stat and it said yeah, that 48% here. He's gone to the Super Bowl in 48% of the seasons that he's played in. And Isn't that unreal? That's unreal. You can't even Steph Curry. That. I saw that the three-point percent. 44% from deep. So Brady is more likely to make it to the Super Bowl than Curry is to make a three that he takes. That is Crazy. ridiculous. It's stupid. It's a it's, dumb it, stat, and I'm sick of Brady. A, it's I, a I dumb think, stat, but it's impressive. Uh, yeah, somebody had a good... Uh, a good tweet it said uh you know brady versus mahomes this is perfect because it's two quarterbacks that will dominate the league for the next 15 years you know, <laughs> brady's not going anywhere he's not why why would he why would I, he? if he wins this know. he's just gonna try to come back and get eight and if you get eight <laughs> you might as well go for 10 you know i mean it's gotta get nuts. seven first first thing first and i think it was smart for him to get out of the afc too because afc is far more competitive in my opinion than the nfc and they yeah. just proved it. They just proved it. The Packers were not who we thought they were. After all, they the minute they got punched in the mouth, they folded like a cheap suit. And you know the the, I mean, the Bucks Saints were already good here. before Brady, but they, they were, were not but close they weren't even in the Super playoffs Bowl. last year. They just missed right. the playoffs. But still, it's like he comes in there and he takes a team on the fringe of the playoffs and he takes them to the Super Bowl. For God's sakes, I mean that is in his first season after playing twenty years in another system. It's ridiculous. It shouldn't be. And if anybody thinks he's not the goat, I want to know who is. Like, who is? Do you, th- who- do you think he's going to coach when he's done? No, no, I don't think I don't so. Think I think he's just going to walk away from it all, and he'll. I, I just Tom want Brady to f off. Like, go away. Um, we've had enough. You know, we no, I we see we see it. Um, you know, but also once again, you know, if if you're in that scenario, if I'm in that scenario, if anyone else is in that scenario. You keep playing. You keep playing until you feel you like you can't play anymore. And, and when when it comes to that, then you go. But the dude is, the dude's looking good. He's playing great. He got to the Super Bowl throwing three picks. You know, um, if he loses this one and, and looks bad in it, maybe then he starts to think about it. But you know, I, I think if he wins, it doesn't it, matter if he's he not going that. off. He's not going out in a uh, in a in a glory if he wins. I, I don't think that's how Brady no. will go out. Oh no! No, I, no. I think he's Brady will go out when, whenever his team doesn't make the playoffs, and he started the whole year. That's when he goes. I so. I think that's exactly the right sentiment, and I don't think him winning or losing matters now. He got to another Super Bowl, not on his own because it's a team sport, but he got to another Super Bowl outside of the Patriots, and he yeah. did it in the first year away from them, and that is stunning. And that's the thing; it wasn't. Even, I mean, Montana couldn't do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Peyton Manning did it, and those and Chiefs he, team might have been those Chiefs teams might have been better than this Bucks team when Montana. Oh went yeah, some of, some of them yeah, and and you know what Peyton Manning did it, but Peyton Manning got 
pwned in that Super Bowl against Seattle. That yeah. was an ugly game. I mean, he eventually did win the other one, but I mean, it's still like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, that that game was like the the Cleveland and Pittsburgh game. It was started oh, the exact same way too. You know, the, the snap over Peyton's head. That's right. Peyton, I remember that they have first snap of the game. They they like <laughs> Peyton Manning's playing on the floor. That was the first cold weather Super Bowl too. They played in New uh, York in and, and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, yeah, in Jersey, right? So did it rain? Did it rain during? It was cold and like drizzly but it was i think the final was like 43 to 8 or something like that yeah well i mean they got smoked right they got smoked in the first play of the game and it's like oh that's the end of this game and it was i mean i don't remember a super bowl like that in a while it was just like this is just yeah it was like the uh the niners chargers was like the last super bowl i want this to be competitive will it be competitive i think it will be i I think think so i mean look we saw you know it was competitive last time when Tyreek Hill had 270 yards and three scores. It was a competitive game. So <laughs> this absolutely should be a competitive game. And, you know, I, I guess it's weird to say this about a Brady team, but do you give the edge to the Chiefs because they were in the Super Bowl last year and they have Super Bowl experience versus outside of Gronk and uh, outside of Gronk and Brady, they don't have a lot of Super Bowl experience. I mean, Arians has been there before, never as a head coach, but always as a an assistant. Uh, but no, um, Andy Reid, though, in that continuity of this team and the offense and the coaching staff. They did lose Eric team. Fisher. He tore his Achilles. They did lose so, Eric, which is huge. That's a that big, big loss. You saw Aaron Rodgers getting buried by some of that pass rush from Tampa Yeah, and JPP that's going to be great. Sue had some good moments in that game. Look, that the defense of Tampa is real. This is going to be a great. This is a good. This is the best case scenario Super Bowl, I think. And I'm looking forward to it. And I hope you are too. Hope you join us on Thursday. We'll break the game down DFS style. We'll also kind of recap the year and look ahead, talk about some of the offseason stuff that's upon us. And then Friday, we'll be back with our Super Bowl picks to close out the season strong. So stick with us right here in the Line Star app. Follow us on Twitter at Line Star NFL, at Line Star app, at Joe Pisa PS17, and at Bogman Sports. That'll do it for me at Boggs. There's nothing left to do now except down, sit, win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.